You're listening to the Real Ass Podcast with your host, Amina. Disclaimer, we keep it real ass, and we don't care if you don't like it. Don't be offended. Everyone's entitled to keep it real ass. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Real Ass Fuck. Oops. <laughs> I just said fuck on air. Welcome back to the Realist Podcast. I'm your host, Amina. So, I'm a little bothered right now. Why, you ask? I have a problem with people who don't um, respect other people and like their privacy and... I don't like when people um, can't practice some humility and um, compassion. So I'm talking with this acquaintance of mine and she's telling me how, you know, she's having some health issues and, um, you know, she just kind of fell behind on her rent, um, and I'm like, okay, yeah, well, go on, and she starts telling me how, you know, she's been very transparent with how she's, you know, communicating with her, um, property manager or whatever, um, she's just been very good about, you know, back and forth communication, keeping her up to date, but, you know, her health issues are pretty serious, like, I'm not gonna go into detail but they're pretty serious she doesn't have insurance so you know I the doctors wanted to start her like right away on you know some treatments and some medications you know because what's going on is it's that serious so she had to make a decision okay do I give the money that I have and put it towards my rent or do I start my treatment and you know, go get my prescriptions filled so I can start battling this issue. So she, of course, chose to start treatment and her medication, and she, you know, communicated that with her property manager and was like, look, I can take care of this, you know, on my next payday. I just really needed to make this decision, you know, for my best interest. And her property manager was like, I guess asking her for her doctor's phone number, the doctor's address, the doctor's name, wanted the doctor to um, write a a letter out on letterhead um, explaining what her diagnosis is and um, what treatments she was going to be doing. And I'm like, whoa, pause, stop right there. What? And she said, yeah, she's like, I'm still in the doctor's office like I haven't even left yet and apparently her property manager kept calling her and calling her and texting her and she finally answers and is like yes can I help you and she's like trying to get all this like personal information from her and so you know long story short they she ended up kind of like going off on her property manager and was like, look, I'm not sure if you think I'm lying or what the the deal is here, but I'm dealing with something right now and you're calling me and you're questioning me like I'm lying and she's like, I just think it's really inappropriate. And 
I couldn't agree more. Like, when she was telling me this, I was sitting there like, oh my god, like, what? You know, sometimes people just really take advantage of their, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Of their title, I guess. Like, just because you're someone's property manager and they're late on their rent doesn't mean that they have to provide you with personal medical information. Um, I mean, unless it's stated in your lease for some weird reason, but it wasn't. And I was just, like, really bothered by this story because I feel like, for one, I mean, have some respect this person just got done telling you that they have just been diagnosed with a very serious illness and the only thing you can think to do is call them and badger them and then question them as if they're making up the story to get out of their rent. I mean, have we no decency left amongst us? And then requesting somebody's personal medical information. I'm blown away. Like, who do people think they are? It just never ceases to amaze me the way people overstep boundaries. And I felt really bad when, you know, I'm talking to this individual because, I mean, I could literally tell that she was, like, really upset by this. You know, not only is she dealing with being sick, but now she's got to deal with this idiot. Like, come on now. So, anyway, um, I hope you feel better. I know you're listening. Um, and don't let her bother you. Just do what you got to do to take care of you. Um, I just had to, I just had to bring that up because I just feel like, I always say this, I'm known for saying this, if we could just practice a little bit more human kindness, decency, just a little bit more compassion towards each other, this world wouldn't be as trashy as it is. I mean, we are so terrible to each other. It's just, it's just crazy. But anyway, moving on. So today's topic is courtesy of my listener, Kendra. And Kendra writes in this. Hey, Amina, what's up? Love listening to you. I really need some help with my relationship. So I've been dating my boyfriend for about six months. Everything was going good up until about two, three weeks ago, when I started noticing that he is pulling away a little bit. He's not really calling me or texting me throughout the day, not responding to my calls or text messages. And when he does, he always seems like he's bothered that he has to deal with me. I ask him if something's wrong, if I've done something, and he, of course, says no. He's been canceling on plans, and I'm confused on what's going on because he says that he cares about me and he says that there's nothing wrong, but his behavior is saying otherwise. Please help. Thanks, Kendra. Okay, Kendra. So, you guys really haven't been together that long. Six months is not really long. I mean, it is, but it isn't. But 
I mean, you guys have obviously made it to six months, so therefore, I mean, first, you know, um, I always ask my listeners, please try to include your age. Um, I won't announce it, but it just gives me more of a general um, direction to go to because it depends. Like, is this person like young or are they older? Should they know better? But um, anyway, whatever the age is, you know, um, this is a huge problem in relationships today, and that's opening your mouth and talking and communicating. Now, there's nothing worse than being in a relationship and feeling like your significant other is irritated with you. That is a shitty feeling. There's nothing worse than being around them or trying to have a conversation with them over the phone and you just get the energy that they're like, ugh, I don't want to be talking to you. I don't want to be sitting in the same room as you. And you're and you're sitting there like, did I miss the memo on what's going on here? And this is where things can get really, really messy really, really quick. Because when you're putting off those types of vibes in your relationship, when you're, you start to behave a certain way that causes your partner to feel uncomfortable or feel like something's going on, something's wrong but you refuse to discuss whatever's bothering you or whatever the issue is. It may not even be anything to do with them. But when you fail to give an explanation or a reasoning behind the way you're acting, you make the situation 10 times worse. Because now we get to play the assumption game. Your partner is left to only assume what the problem is because you don't talk about it, okay? Your communication has to be on point. There is absolutely no way I don't give a shit what anybody says. You cannot have a healthy, happy, successful long-lasting relationship if the lines of communication are not open. It's completely impossible. For one, because if there is a problem or an issue within the relationship, you're having an issue with your partner, they are going to have no clue unless you say something. There are some people, myself included, of course, that are good at reading people and reading energies. And sometimes you don't have to say much because the person just knows. But for the majority of people, they don't know what the hell is going on unless you say something. So how can somebody even begin to fix themselves or something going on inside the relationship if they have no clue that it's even going on or that it's bothering you. For two, you should not be in a relationship with somebody that you don't feel comfortable communicating with. I cannot stress that enough. I hear that a lot. Somebody will come to me with a problem or they'll be telling me a situation and I'll be like, well, have you told them? And they'll be like, no, I'm so nervous. Why? I mean, okay, let me correct myself. There are certain instances where 
a conversation with your partner can be nerve-wracking. Like if you're about to admit that you've been unfaithful or you're about to announce an unplanned pregnancy, you know, there are, you know, bylaws to being nervous. But for the most part, if you're in a relationship with somebody, if you say you care about somebody, you share time together, you live together, you know what I'm getting at. You should never hesitate to be able to talk to them. Okay, that person should be very open to always having a conversation with you because, like I said, nothing can be solved. You can't get to the root of any problem. You can't grow. You can't expand if you're not talking to each other. And even if it doesn't have anything to do with the relationship or your partner, say like it's something to do with your family or something to do at work, let them know that. I mean, you don't always have to get into these, you know, long explanations, but you can just say, babe, I'm sorry that I'm acting funny. It's nothing to do with you. I just got some, some stuff going on at work. Bam, problem solved. You've explained yourself. Now she knows, hey, it's not me. It's not the relationship. He's got stuff going on at work. But when you keep with, up with the weird attitude and the weird behavior and you don't want to talk about it, not only is that annoying, but it's really offensive because you're making the choice to have something bother you that much to where it's affecting your behavior. But now you're affecting the energy and mood and attitude of your partner. Because obviously, when you're in a relationship, we are affected by our partner. I don't give a shit what anyone says. You know what I mean? If you're in a serious relationship and your partner is in a foul mood and they are just not happy and it's all bad, you're not going to be walking around laughing and, you know, happy-go-lucky either. You're going to be kind of like on eggshells and, you know, kind of in that same frame of mind because you're trying to be sympathetic and empathetic to whatever they're going through, okay? So for you to continue to be in this moody, weird state of mind and behavior, um, and you don't want to talk about it. You want to say everything's fine, nothing's wrong, but yet you're still walking around with a shitty attitude. That's messed up because now you are putting your partner in that same vibrational state. And that's, to me, that's really selfish. I mean, we learn, I think it's at like the age of four or five, how to, um, communicate, how to say how we feel. So that would be things like, I'm mad, I'm sad, I'm happy, you know, how you feel. Um, and a lot of people do this whole thing. Well, I just, I thought I was doing the right thing because I didn't want to hurt their feelings. I knew that if I told them what's going on or what I'm feeling, that they might get upset or their feelings might get hurt or blah, 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 whatever. Okay, well, that's just the way it is sometimes. I would much rather somebody, when I ask them, hey, what's wrong? Are you cool? Did I do something? I would rather them say, well, you know what? Yeah, kind of. And then tell me what their problem is and, you know, what I did. That gives me the choice to either say, well, 
fuck off or I want to fix it. I'm sorry. It gives me options and choices on how to make my next move, how to make our next move, right? But when you do that whole, oh, I didn't say anything because I didn't want to hurt their feelings. What do you think you've been doing this whole time? You've been walking around with a shitty attitude, okay? You've been difficult to deal with and be around. You don't think that's hurting someone's feelings? So it's like, I think a lot of the times it's, um, it's a lot to do with just flat out being a coward. Like we try to make ourselves feel better by saying, oh, I didn't want to hurt their feelings. No, you just don't have the balls to say what you need to say. And this goes for women too. I'm not man bashing because there's a lot of women that play the same little games where I'll be like, well, have you told him? No, I didn't want to hurt his feelings. What? We're all grown here. It, that's the way it is sometimes. Shit doesn't work out. People get on your nerves, talk about it, get over it, whatever. But another thing is that also, we have to be very mindful of how we're receiving our partner's communication. What I mean by that is... Sometimes people are very hesitant on striking up conversations or going and, you know, talking to their partner because they may have tried that in the past and their partner has just really flown off the handle or just not really handled the situation in the best way. And we really have to be mindful of that. People are so quick to let their ego get in the way. They're so quick to get defensive and start barking at people and just turning the whole conversation into a yelling match. And we really have to try not to do that. Um, I mean, unless it's just something off the wall, unforgivable, just absolutely just crazy. Yeah, sometimes it, those types of situations need to happen. But for the most part, I mean, really, it's not its not that serious. Because you have to think about it. If you say that you love somebody, if you're in a relationship with them, you have to think about like this before you respond. Your reaction should match your response. How you're going to um, speak to them, your demeanor. Because a lot of the times we find ourselves flashing and just... Um, you know, acting an ass and really just um, taking it too far, letting our emotions get the best of us. And then we feel bad. Okay, then we regret it and then we have to go back and we have to say we're sorry. And that's all avoidable. Learn to just take a breath and talk. <laughs> talk. Don't get overly defensive. Don't start pointing fingers. Don't start shouting. It's all unnecessary. If you don't like what somebody's upset about, if they come to you and, for instance, they're upset because you didn't do something or you did do something or whatever, you don't have to agree with that. You don't have to, okay? But what you don't also have to do is you don't have to get all defensive and hop up out of your chair and call them a liar and just, you know, show your ass. You can just simply say, okay, well, <clears throat> thanks for communicating that with me, but I disagree. I mean, there's several ways you can go about that, you know, but this gives you the opportunity to both, for one, know that you can communicate with each other. 
There's no hesitant. There's no awkwardness. You guys know that, hey, when we have a problem amongst us, we can talk to each other. We may not like what each other says, but we're able to communicate with each other in a mature way. Okay, and for two, this will probably save a lot of relationships from ending prematurely because when you don't communicate, what did I say earlier? You can't get to the root of the problem. So everybody is assuming what they want. Their minds are getting away from them. They're thinking this crazy shit. And before you know it, you guys have built up this scenario in your head, painting the other one as a cheater, a liar, whatever else. And then you don't want to be with each other because you're looking at the other one like, you son of a bitch. And they're looking at you like, you whore. And you both are like, I don't need this. And the relationship ends when all you had to do was just keep it real and say what's going on. So my advice to you, Kendra, is I wouldn't really put up with this for too long. You guys haven't been together a super, super long time. Six months is, you know, it's a cool amount of time, but it's not, you know, life changing. I would probably fall back, um, just kind of observe, see how his behavior is over the next few days. But if this type of behavior continues, understand that it's very disrespectful because he's obviously sending the wrong vibes and, you know, not acting the way he should towards his girlfriend. And if he can't give you an explanation as to why his behaviors change, well, then maybe it's time for you guys to take a break because it's not fair to you that he's acting this way but can't even give you an explanation and you shouldn't really subject yourself because that's kind of toxic behavior. But whatever the case is, approach it like a woman, approach it with class, and just keep yourself knowing that if things do end, you can say, hey, I tried, I remained cool, I did what I was supposed to do, and that's all I know. Let me know how it goes. If you need any further advice, you know how to contact me. And for those of you who don't, you can contact me at reawakened2.0 at gmail.com with your questions, concerns, if you need advice, whatever. That's going to do it for today, guys. Kendra, I wish you the best of luck. For all my other listeners who are real as, have a beautiful day, keep it real, and be nice to each other.